Yo, what up? Top of the top, episode 141, Stash House Podcast. Appreciate y'all for tuning in. This week's topic, Summer Walker, announced her release date for her new album. Also, a new Netflix docuseries I've been tuned into. Gonna let you guys know about that. And some more things, man. So sit back, relax, enjoy episode 141, Stash House Podcast. Let's get it. Yo, what up, what up? Episode 141, Stash House Podcast. Your boy Tyler checking in. First time listeners, appreciate y'all for tuning in. If you tune in weekly, salute. And just an episode, we saw some topics you may want to hear about. Salute to you as well. Like, share, subscribe, retweet, whatever you do to help support the podcast. I greatly, greatly appreciate it. Hope everybody had a great, a safe weekend. Also, last week, due to my absence, apologize for that. Hope everybody been staying safe, getting what you got to get done. October, Halloween around the corner. So, I'm gearing up, man. You know what I'm saying? 2021, slowly but surely coming to an end. So, make sure you got to get everything you have to in order. You know what I'm saying? So, just keep pushing. You know what I'm saying? Keep pushing. Now, some great news, man. Some great news for this episode in music. But first, before I even get started with anything, man. (laughs) Saturday, I apologize. Other than outside of the Ohio State game, I didn't see any college football, man. I saw the Ohio State game. We had a noon game. Immediately after the game, I had went to Perry, Georgia for the Georgia National Fair. So I missed everything after the noon games, man. Uh, even the Arkansas Ole Miss game, like, because Ohio State game was a blowout. We got the W. I tried to catch the end of the Ole Miss Arkansas game. And. I left when I thought I saw the end of it. Before I even got to Shawty House to pick her up, I went to the gas station. By the time I left and went to the gas station, the game went totally different than what I thought when I left the house. Like, if you saw the game, if you know what happened at the end of the game, I left before that. So, when I saw the ESPN, I was looking at the scores. I said, damn, what happened between the time I left the house, between from the time I left the house to when I got to the gas station? So, a lot happened in that game, and that really just told the tale for the rest of the, of the day. Looking back at it now, I should have waited till this weekend to go to the fair because I missed out on some great games, some entertaining games. Um, a lot of football left. You know what I'm saying? I see all the people on, you know, on Facebook and Twitter when I got home later that night. I was reading all everybody, you know, comments and everything. Just know, man, it's a lot of football left with the top 10 alone. Ohio State still got to play Penn State. We still got to play Michigan. We still got to play Michigan State. Uh, If we beat them, we still got to play Iowa. You know what I'm saying? So that's just with us alone. So I'm not going to get into all that this week about what's going on in college football. Maybe when they start the playoff ranking, maybe I'll get into it. But a lot of football left, man. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to UGA. They number one right now. Let's see if this the year Georgia can finally get over the hump. We saw it in the NBA with Milwaukee. Let's see if we can see it this year with UGA. I hope not because (laughs) I'm an Ohio State fan, but interesting storyline going into the rest of the year. Let's see if UGA can hold up to the hype or if it's it's just a facade like we've seen for the rest of the year. So that's something to keep an eye eye out on. Um, Like I said, I missed 
everything. Uh, I went to the Georgia National Fair. That was cool. That was a good time. Uh, the Columbus Fair is actually coming to town October 21st, if I'm not mistaken, the 21st to the 31st. So just a heads up to everybody in the area or if you listening and you in the surrounding area, the Columbus Fair will be in town October 21st to the 31st. So that's something to look out for also. And also with sports, next week, October 19th, if I'm not mistaken, the NBA regular season start. And uh, I'm going to talk about that a little bit more probably next week. But the NBA is back next week. We got the NFL going, college football going. It's that time. I think uh, Major League Baseball, they're in the playoffs right now. So it's that time, man. A lot of sports in rotation. So I'm happy about that. Of course, you know what I'm saying? Y'all know me. I fought with the wrestling. So we got some things going on in the wrestling world also. So all in all, in sports, it's a lot to look forward to, man. A lot of questions that still need to be answered in really all leagues, to be honest, from NFL to NBA, especially college football. So I'm gearing up for that, man. I'm definitely paying attention to everything going on in sports. And I'm going to put y'all on, man, on Netflix. I see a lot of people talking about different shows going on. And uh, because I missed the game Saturday, I had to watch all the highlights the next morning, so I didn't get a chance to watch the BMF show on Sunday. More than likely, when I get done recording, I'm going to catch the uh, new episode. I believe this will be episode three. So I'm watching that. I've been watching the new season of Wu-Tang. Season two is great. Trust me, y'all. The backstory they built on season one, you pay for it graciously in season two, man. Season two is some great, great television. I've really been enjoying it so far. Um, I finally caught on the Squid Game. I'm going to eventually finish that. But what I've been tuned into, man, on Netflix recently, it's been a docuseries called Bad Sport. Bad Sport. And basically, it's like another one of those docuseries about the different scandals with athletes in different sports from basketball to racing, surfing, volleyball, all different sports, different scandals going on with money and drugs and just lying in general, so that's been entertaining. The first episode I watched, man, the first episode is from 1994, Arizona State basketball. I never heard this story, so immediately when I saw like the details of the episode, I said, okay, I got to check this out. 1994, Arizona basketball, man. It's about fixed games, point shaving with the, the head, not the head guy, but I'll say the top player on the team, point guard, Isaac Headache Burton. And he was a guy, I guess, that was like he had potential to be an NBA prospect and everything. But toward the end of that season, that's the craziest thing about it. This happened at the end of the season. So if he would have just grinded out a little bit longer, all this could have been avoided. But toward the end of the season, he approached um, – another student who was in the betting or whatever. And long story short, that student introduced him to a guy who used to really place bets in Vegas and everything. So uh, he got locked in with them and they talked about the different things with betting. Cause even I don't know about betting to the point of points and all that. I'm just a straight up, yo, who's going to win? Who's going to lose? You know what I'm saying? But when it comes to points, I never really understood that. So they did take the time to uh, explain that aspect of it. So when I'm watching like the pre-shows to the NFL games or whatever, and I see the 
negative three by one team or whatever. I kind of know what that means now. Like I knew what it meant, but now I actually know, okay, when it comes to betting, that's what it means. But they explained that, and basically the the magic number with the games was six. So don't win by more than six, don't lose by more than six. So <laughs> the story goes, the first two games, it was him and another teammate he got along uh he got along with to bring him in on it. I think his nickname was Ice, if I'm not mistaken. So he got him on. So each game they do it, whatever, they get it right. That's $20,000 for them. $20,000, college student, you do the math. You already know. That's a payday. That's a major payday for them. But every time they'll get $20,000 each, the guy who placing the bets in Vegas will get like $2 million. You know what I'm saying? If, I think the total amount, I think they only did like three games, three, four games. The total amount for them they got was like 60000 each. You know what I'm saying? For a college athlete, that ain't bad at all, 60000 each. But the guy in Vegas made like a total of ten million. So you know what I'm saying? You can see the you can see the uh the what the balance was in terms of their agreement. And even now, during the docuseries, you could tell um headache, Isaac Headache, the way he was talking, he just fully never grasped like what exactly what was going on. Like, fam, you get in like what you're doing is wrong to begin with, but the fact that you getting twenty thousand and this dude getting two million, you can't be happy about that. And he still didn't really understand that even in the docu series. Like he was just saying, "Oh man, twenty thousand, man. I ain't care what was going on. As long as I got my money, I was straight." And I was like, "Bro, if I was gonna put my life on the line, it'd be more than just for twenty thousand." On top of that, both of them said with the twenty thousand they got. Like, within that week, that money will be gone because they just splurging on clothes and cars and sound systems, jewelry. And then they was like, no, nah, we didn't expect nobody would think nothing of it. I'm like, fam. And then, like, one day, teammates were like, yo, one day you come in practice looking bummy as ever. The next day you come up with a new car, new clothes, new jewelry, new bags for your clothes to be in. Of course, everybody goes suspect something. And they was like, uh, we thought probably an NBA agent done did this or something. We didn't know it was betting and point shaving. And I think a Headache was like, he didn't feel bad about it because the guy wasn't telling him to lose the games. He's like, yo, you can win still, but just make sure the, the range is within six points. So he didn't feel bad about it, honestly, as long as he was winning. And as long as it's by six points, he felt good about it. But... Eventually, that high came down very, very quick. They lost the game by, I think, eight, seven or eight. And in that game, they showed the footage. There was like, it was like one, two seconds left on the clock. Clearly, the game the game was over with. It was like an eight-point lead. The game was over with. And there was like, Isaac was like the only person on the court trying to rush to get the ball. And, and so everybody was just looking at him like, fam, the game over with. Like, we understand you play hard, but you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, and granted, Isaac Headache Burton was the point guard on the team. So, he controlled, he knew how to control the game and everything. Go from 0 to 100 to make sure that range of six points was still there. But everybody, like, after that shot, like, at the last second when the game was over with, that's when everybody started looking away at him like, fam, why are you doing this? And I think they said the downfall truly was when 
the uh, police started to see in Vegas, because they say in Vegas it's not that easy to go around and bet a million dollars on one game, especially a game like Arizona basketball game at the time. You know what I'm saying? It's not like there was like a top team in the country or nothing. So I think the guy who made the bets in uh, Vegas was like the normal change from points would be probably nine in a day. And one day it was like at 44. They changed like 44 times within the day. So that caught the FBI eyes and everything. And like I said, of course, Isaac and his teammate was caught. And even with that, Isaac was like, yeah, we got called. I didn't finish college. And then he was like, but I still had an NBA draft party because I knew I was still going to get drafted. It's like, fam, you was off the, you got kicked off the team for betting and point shaving and all that. No NBA team is about to draft you. You know what I'm saying? So it's a sad story, but it was a very entertaining episode. It's called Bad Sports. Bad Sport, I'm sorry. It's a docuseries on Netflix. That was episode one. Episode two is about a race car driver who was bringing in tons of weed in Florida, if I'm not mistaken, like 15 pounds, seven tons. Like he was doing that. And I think it's like six episodes of different athletes and different sports, different scandals. It's a great, great, um, great docuseries. Kind of like The Untold, but just about athletes you probably didn't know about. You know what I'm saying? Different sports you may not know about. But these people were doing some real dirt behind the scenes. and Very entertaining. So if you haven't already, check it out. Bad Sport docuseries on Netflix. Yo, new week, new playlist. New Stash House playlist is now available. 10 records I've been having in rotation throughout the week. Make sure y'all check that out. And like I said at the top of the episode, some great news in the world of music. Summer Walker announced her new album, Still Over It, will be released November the 5th. The first, of course, the original Over It came out in 2019. I talked about it on the podcast, so go back to your research about that. Uh, she also dropped a promo video for it featuring JT from the City Girls. They did like a prison call monologue, if you want to say. Summer showing off her new body with the same backdrop. Y'all know how I talk about the pink <laughs> on the album cover. The same backdrop and everything as the first album, which gives you the mind that uh, gives you the mindset of this is basically like a part two of Over It. I'm not mad at it. Over it. I'll talk about it still to this, to this day. One of my favorite R&B projects within the past few years, man. She just bodied it all around together. Uh, my expectations for this album. I'm going to give you guys more of an expectation when I guess the track list, if I'm guessing they're going to drop a track list like they did for the first one, then I know for sure. But in terms of just the music, I expect great music. Summer gives you different type of vibes on a lot of different records from just over it along with Tonight, then you got to come through with Usher, just might be a hoe with Party, uh, the Me track. Y'all know I fuck with the me track, Potential, uh, the track with Janae Iko, the track with Black, A Boogie. 
She just gave you different uh, drunk dialing. She just gave you different type of vibes throughout that first over it. I don't expect nothing less on this still over it project. Like she hasn't gave me no reason to expect anything different. But I will say this. I watched the interview with one of her managers from LVRN, Love Renaissance. They got Summer Walker, Drum, Black, Boogie. They got a great roster over there. And they just know how to put out a project for their artists. Like They still go by the whole marketing and Instagram, like I said, promo video, track list, singles. Like The way LVRN package their artists is a very, very uh, reliable brand. So I know they're going to kill this with like about three weeks left. I know they're going to kill this rollout for her album. But one of the guys on LVRN Justice, he was on Joe Budden Podcast. He's been on there a few times throughout the years. But he did say what people expect from this album is going to be something different. And I always get upset when I hear that because it's like, now, I don't have a certain sound or a certain song in my head I think some are going to give me. But at the same time, I hope it's not too uh, experimental, if I got to say that. Like, I understand different sounds, whatever, but just let summer be summer. You know what I'm saying? The lyrics, the harmony and all that. Just let her be her. And I think the music will be there. You know what I'm saying? Not saying that I want... 808s and heartbreaks and nothing like that but I see what he's saying but at the same time it's like one of those situations where you just gotta wait and see you know what I'm saying artists say that all the time but you hear it and you be like man this shit sound like how you always sound <laughs> so we just gotta see you know what I'm saying but like I said Summer Walker still over it November 5th we got about 3 weeks left I think Justice says she will drop a single before the project, so I'm be on the lookout for that. I'll be on the lookout for the track list, the features, and all that also. I'm ready for it, man. Uh, like I said a couple weeks ago, I feel like in the world of R&B, it's been, for the most part, kind of quiet, in my opinion, since Snow Allegra album, since Mariah the Scientist album. So I'm really looking forward to a Summer Walker project. Hopefully this means, like I said, with LVRN, that we'll get a black project soon. Just all around R&B. I want all my people that I really rock with to start dropping. Speaking of that, uh, Silk Sonic, Bruno Mars, and Anderson Park finally released the release date for their album. Uh, I didn't get the actual release date, but it's in November, if I'm not mistaken. But I've been waiting on that for about whenever... They released Leave the Door Open. That's when I've been ready for that album. I feel like a lot of people thought that album was coming shortly after Leave the Door Open, but who knows what went on behind the scenes. I'm sure whenever the album is about to drop, they'll do an interview with Breakfast Club or somebody, and I'm positive. I'm positive whoever interviewed them next is going to ask that question, like what was the big holdup and everything. I see some people going with my, I ain't going to say my, preference but the preference i have about albums and i do feel them on this it doesn't need to be a long album just give me a good really with this these two artists the music they make and what we heard from leave the door open and the other record they drop i may just need about 10 to 12 including skits because i think boosie collins is involved so I'll, I'll take about two three skits but all in all just give me about 12 and we'll be good. 
You know what I'm saying? I don't need too much for them. Keep it short and sweet. You already helped us up for about a year already, so I don't need to wake up the next morning and see 21 records. Like, just keep it short and sweet. You know what I'm saying? I think a lot of artists, they really tap into that short and sweet album mindset. I think they'll be surprised about the reaction they'll get. A good 12 to 13, good solid records, that's not bad compared to 21. And everybody like, man, just seeing that 21 records, just be like, okay, let me find time to listen, whatever, whatever. So, Silk Sonic coming in November. We'll see. You know what I'm saying? I got great hopes for that album. But, like I said, we'll see. Same thing with Summer Walker. End of the year, fourth quarter, about time for more music to drop. Yo, appreciate y'all for tuning in. This has been episode 141 of Stash House Podcast. Make sure you guys go out. Have a great work week, a great school week. Catch y'all here same time next week. Keep me in your prayers. I'll do the same for y'all. Salute.